0: Guys, welcome to A That's It, where we share our experiences as first-generation Haitian Americans through our different perspectives on our culture, and uh, we like to create a safe space for everyone to come and join us. I am Lisa. No, I'm not. I'm Soraya.
1: <laughs> and I be Lisa Fania. I don't know what happened
0: there. It's, she normally does the intro, so um so I'm going through so much <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> it's like you couldn't wait to say
1: it. <laughs> I am I'm going through a lot right now there's a lot of emotions and new emotions that I have never really dealt with and figured out the triggers figure out the triggers of it and um it's been you know a wonderful it, fascinating four days nice nice um, I feel like a freakazoid like my hair is just like if my hair can just like go out like Fully. Freakazoid, that is, that takes it back, man.
0: <laughs> I remember that song, too. I'm not going to sing it now because it's, it's very, uh, it's, it's very expressive. Anywho, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, so Yeah, I'm, I totally understand where you're coming from. We have spent the last couple days uh, together experiencing, um, some of the same things. And, um, on this podcast, we're going to talk about the takeaways from that, but it's literally like a time- where you're realizing that there's so many different opportunities and routes to take. And now you have to figure out which one aligns with your purpose and, and all that. So that's kind of what I've been going through. And it's, it's hard and it's exhausting. Mm-hmm. And yeah, but that's life, right? Adulting, as we like to call it. <laughs> um, so let's move into our next segment, Quanzi Munoz. For this week's Munoz segment, we're going to just bring attention to Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Um, we've had family that have either had a scare or have actually gone through breast cancer and thankfully have survived. Um, I've had close family friends, not family friends, close friends that are like family, um, go through uh, some terrible things with breast cancer. So the first step is just really being aware of uh, you know your health,
1: your body. Yeah, your body yes. and all that. So they say for you to check your your breasts right after your period. Um, so even during your period, just you know, touch your boobies. They're yours. Nobody else needs to touch them. <laughs> just like examine them, pinch, pull, tap. Yeah.
0: And if you guys push feel up. anything, make sure you tell your doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, and have have those hard conversations. I think this. Mm. this weekend Mm -hmm. and this week has been about having Mm -hmm. (laughs) the Mm -hmm. difficult conversations Lisa do you have more to say about
1: that or are you just just kind of... I think my my, my, got my point through got my point through girl Mm -hmm. moving on (laughs) to the next part of the segment So we want to be. Um, I just say thank you to VPN, VPN. Well, Sir. in good company, in good company, and BPN. and BPN for allowing us to experience these things these past um, three days. Um, we were blessed enough to win some tickets through In Good Company. Lisa, Fanya won the tickets. <laughs> I never win
0: anything, so I didn't even enter. But you know, God. With, um, um,
1: and what we and wanted South to Virginia. get to was to the Black Professional Networking Summit, um, where they had a scope of beautiful um, brown folks in different industries throughout the, um, throughout the spectrum of this world, um, where it comes to marketing, entertainment, fashion, um, health, and wellness. health and wellness, a lot of
0: entrepreneurship um, workshops. And there's some unexpected ones. There was some um, artificial intelligence one. There was a panel on that one mm-hmm. or a panelist, I should say. That was pretty interesting.
1: So fascinating. And um, we even had just like, um, what do you call it? Scholars. There were, um, we had conferences within scholars. So if you're a scholar, uh, the different steps for you to be able to engage in this current market, in this job market and what you can do to enhance your career in the field that you decided to go to school for. Um, And that's, for me, that was fascinating because I'm not a scholar. Um, And it was just interesting in the different steps that we all have to take where we're like aligned in a way as entrepreneurs, we're all aligned in the same way, but just like different avenues, like Sarai said earlier, um, to get to one's goal. Yeah, and it's it was a learning experience. It was because I've never been to something like that. I think I I, like throughout the conference, I kept asking you since you're a professional, like how like have you been to something like this? Are these events where people are? To be honest, for me, it's just like all dressed up in these casual wares, acting prim and proper, casual. Um, And for me, that's not my that's something out of my comfort zone and um, being around there. And for me, I guess thinking that some, these people are this one way, but in reality, they're really not. Um, but overthinking that I could never be able to fit in a scope like that. This whole summit gave me an opportunity to um, get out of my head and move forward and knowing like, okay, if I'm in this space, there's a reason why I'm in this space. Right. Um, And then pushing forward okay. from there. But Super grateful for VPN. Yeah, for, um,
0: for winning those tickets and being able to be in those rooms. Um, I am kind of used to being in those environments with the conference summit type professional, mm-hmm. and I, I get as intimidated. Um, I'm not gonna say as you because I'm not I'm not you, but I get intimidated. I, I get anxiety. Uh, that imposter syndrome stuff pops Mm -hmm. up a lot Mm -hmm. in my head Um, and it's crazy because when you start talking about your like accomplishments or what it is that you're interested in and and that's that's enough to kind of get the conversation started and see how you fit into the room because you don't have what I kept um, reiterating was that like you don't have to be a professional per se you just have to like have a, a, a purpose and a goal and then like be about that, that purpose and goal. And so you're meeting people that can help, you know, take you to, to where you want to be or, or give you advice, tips, or just even being around that energy. I, I always say like my goal in going into uh, something like this is just to take in that energy of that, like entrepreneurial spirit or that, um, self-motivated, positive, um, you can do it type energy because it's necessary. Um, it's, it's actually getting me to question, okay, I was going to take this path, but you know, they just, they made a really good point And this is something I thought about, but I really just thought, Oh, it's going to be too hard or there's not space in that, in that industry for me. And just seeing how people's responses or reactions, um, are when, when I do speak to them about it, um, it's a positive feedback and just not what I, I give to myself. I'm a very negative self-talker and it's, it's a learning process to to stop doing that. But I think this weekend really has um, gotten us to challenge that negative self-talk getting out of our heads and just being present in the room and really just being aware of what is around you. What is it that you're, you're, you're trying to get out of this experience and then, letting it go from there, and just not being so harsh on yourself, mm-hmm. because in that space, you're already dealing with everyone judging you so why why are you doing it to yourself?
1: you know so um, to be honest, I think even in the space, like there may be i think for me, how I learned that in the space is they may be judging you, but if you're judging yourself, they're also judging themselves as well, and you know, how they look, how they. How how one places themselves in a in a room full filled with opportunity. Right. And um It yeah. is really good to stop with the negative self-talk because what is it they say like you're the worst, you're worst self-critic? You're, the worst well, critic, self-critic. Yeah. Like and um being in spaces like that it could overpower you to the point where you become debilitating, where you don't do anything or you don't move or you don't try to accomplish the goals. And for me, like I told Saraya, most of my cousins this weekend, um, I've been doing such self evaluations these past four days and I have to be like, I'm getting comfortable being super uncomfortable. My body is having reactions mm. right now, but, um, I'm getting used to being uncomfortable in situations. Um, and um i met this gentleman once and the one way that he told me that helps him feel uncomfortable being uncomfortable is taking cold showers yeah well, thank you
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the self-care part where i soothe myself with a warm shower so the cold, so, like, the is cold shower
1: actually does work it does wake you up it does stimulate you and does really like the same aspect of jumping into something when you're meeting somebody it's the same aspect that happens for me personally that happens to my body when i take a pool, like when of that just jump in a pool Why don't you do i don't a have pool, a pool go, or go to the beach
0: like but when you do every have day. those things like, like, but i'm not gonna
1: every day shower so, my body <laughs> but it's not an everyday thing i do okay. the one the days where it's really really bad i'm just like i don't want to do this anymore and i don't have to i take a regular shower but like three to four days a week I tried my best to take cold showers and I think this is the reason why it's helped me so much these this past weekend to like put ourselves out there. Like we ran we like ran after the um the marketing director of YouTube. Oh
0: yeah. We definitely made a beeline towards <laughs> the door after Yeah, she's Jeez. the marketing director of YouTube, gave an inspiring speech and we're like, This is this is it. This is our we have to talk to her and she was basically like leaving the conference to get on a
1: plane. Mm-hmm. So we like i was like Sir, I got she ourselves me. together. What <laughs> are we gonna do? Are we we have to, we have we're to do right we have nobody's around here? Let's do it now.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and it's just like it takes that. And it was really good to have someone with me. I think mm-hmm. that was that was huge. I always feel comfortable yeah. in in numbers, like having that person to then even like help me snap out of it. Like I'ma tell y'all one morning on the conference I had a wardrobe malfunction and (laughs) literally I was telling myself I just want to go home because for me presentation um and you know first impression that has been drilled into my head until this day I I cannot turn it off but that's my thing like I like clean lines I like everything to be put together and then bam wardrobe malfunction what are we going to do we're in the parking lot getting ready to go into the conference
1: and we sweet we thought, thought quick on our feet macgyver yes. it up
0: my engineering and and lisa's engineering minds came together and we fixed it and it was like oh uh. <laughs> and i tried not to think about it or i tried not to let it you know hamper me down we were blessed, throughout though. the conference like oh but this is happening and it, and it might go back and malfunction again. And then it's just going to be me in the middle. I can't think that way. If I really want to, if I want to, you know, achieve these goals and and get it together and, 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 move forward. Um, I can't sit and think of what's the negative happening in the present or what happened in the past.
1: Um, so Soraya, um, what is one huge thing you got from the different conferences we went into or the speeches that we took part in the summit. Um, What was one thing that
0: you took away from this Um, conference? uh, I took a lot of things, but I guess one that I will touch on will be um, that I'm capable. Um, When you're in the rooms, you think, oh, I'm just this little person that can't do, and this person's going to do for me. But also, too, I'm like, they're just like me, Or, you know, or they give me advice to then move me forward to be on on their level or whatever. And that I'm capable of doing what it is that I set my mind to. Um, It's easy to forget that. And like I said, when you're in those environments, it's like for me, at least, I really just try to think of like the energy that's there. The like the excited minds they are just trying to intake all this information. And everyone has, you know, a dream and a goal. And that's just. That's why I love being on like college campuses and stuff because it's like everyone's there to learn and they're all trying to do what they need to do. And it's just such a like invigorating environment for me to be in, um, when I'm, when I'm, when I'm ready. Other times (laughs) I'm tired and I don't want people (laughs) to be around me, but yeah, like it was, that was my takeaway to know that you can do it. You can look like me. You can, you can have your hair natural. You can, uh, you know, do what it is you're doing. Um, and like to see people that look like you doing what it is that you want to do, so now I know that I'm capable, not that I ever thought I mean you go into the you know the negative self talk it mm-hmm. takes over, so that was one of the takeaways i i I want to shed some light on. What about you, Lisa?
1: um one huge one that took place is the difference between a mentor and a sponsor. Mm. Um, I remember once our older cousin was telling us about. Um, how when she's she is a director in a uh, admission director in a school um, and she's one of the only black people in within that that field and there's another black woman within that field and it's always um, when they're each not when they're not in the room with each other they're always speaking highly of each other in whichever rooms that they're in. And I remember that always stuck with me. And then so understanding the definite the difference between a mentor, which is somebody to like encourage you, push you, may get you into some spaces, but a sponsor is somebody who are, are is already in that space or about to be in that space or just come across somebody within that space that could help elevate you um, together or separately, elevate each other in the spaces into our ultimate goal. Um... And knowing that, and just realizing, I, for me, I think that like aligns to me. And my purpose, one of my purposes, is which is being able to connect people, mm. different vibes of people, um, I to love each other. other. I love It's, that. One, it's, it's such like a, a natural beauty, thing. I it, think. it is yeah. because it's such a beautiful thing to be able to be the connector of just like look this person and not like have any ego into it. It's just like this person needs yes. this person to help them push forward in whatever projects that they're trying to do. Mm-hmm. And um, it's always been so, I feel like for me, that's a value, valuable thing for within myself. So having a sponsor in that sense, like, because I think for me, I've been looking for a mentor for a really long time now. But a sponsor is the one that, like, trust is in your craft, knows what you're doing, and then just going to speak your name to somebody, and then you take, you continue the work. You push yourself into mm-hmm. the avenue where you're trying to go into. Mm-hmm and so um which is accountability for yourself so it's um, that's my that was one of my biggest takeaways from this weekend mm-hmm. i
0: i agree sponsorship i didn't know what it was called until they said sponsorship and i was like bet okay so i went up to one of the panelists and i was like i'm glad you mentioned that word and if you know if you're serious about what you're saying I have the perfect person in mind Mm -hmm. to, you know, connect you with. And even if it's not something that leads to like that person getting a job or something, but even being in the, in the space, cause like you, you moved me, you, you answered the questions that I had. I would love to have a conversation with you. And I think, you know, the person that I was sponsoring, um, has those same values and morals and will also be moved by, by what it is that you're doing and your purpose is more closely aligned. Mm-hmm. So it, it was, it was nice to be able to do that and just kind of have this opportunity benefit, not just us, but people around us. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And I think that's, that's the good thing about kind of being in some of these like professional networks or just networks in general. Um I, Hate the word networking I hate the act of networking but it really makes a difference um, I I have very bad social anxiety and I'm an introvert so it's just like ah, <laughs> all of that put together throw them in a conference throw them in a networking event and you're just like in a panic attack but um, I think it's very important to do it and um, I
1: remember even if you feel like you don't have anything because I think um, most of the for me Putting myself in spaces like this is that I don't feel like I'm accomplished in a sense of what um, I guess my theory of what other people think accomplishment looks like instead of like looking within myself and seeing my accomplishments and me going into the goal. Um, So even if you're in that space where you feel like you don't bring anything to the table, um, you do. No matter, like, you like you do. like if, for, for the fact that, like, we won these tickets and we were placed into this space and I went into that every single day, every single moment. I was just like, I shouldn't be here. There's no way to be here. I don't bring anything to the table. And then actually having conversations with everybody, with different people I have conversations with, even people in higher-ranking positions, it was... Um, there was a value that I gave and I was a value that they gave to me and it was all in sync with each other to, for people to be there. So once I, I think for me also why my body's having a physical reaction is because I, that was always been my mindset. And so going into the space of networking, mm-hmm. quote unquote networking, um, i mean it's networking it's yeah not a, it's a, but it's not a i feel like networking right is this like it's become this like negative connotation to it where where it comes to like putting yourself out there because you have like value to give to somebody to like there are people
0: who are so excited it's wild i mean network?
1: there's like yeah, i think there's Julian a good amount to of network yeah like he or loves to that
0: our cousin was from the last podcast he's he he thrives in those, in those spaces. Mm -hmm. And I admire that. And then I just try to take on that energy and what I think I'm supposed to be exuding. And then, you know, you kind of make your, your own persona. It's like you're selling yourself essentially. Um, and I don't, I'm not a very huge, um, self, uh, how would you say that? Self promoter. Uh, I kind of just sit in the back and I'm like, hey, I think I think I can do. it. Mm-hmm. You know, I think I can do this. This sounds like no. Okay, that's fine. I don't have to do it. It's fine. I don't even. I don't know what I was thinking. I can't do that. So um, definitely, networking has its negative, you know, connotations for uh, people who are just not comfortable in that space. Mm. So it's good to to be in those spaces to then prove it wrong. That's literally what is that cognitive behavioral therapy maybe I could be wrong um where it's like you expose yourself to the the worst case scenario whatever it is you expose yourself and then you realize hey it's not so bad and I hate it when people say it but when you actually do it it makes sense and then you're like all right I guess you have a point and whatever
1: so how I explained this to a friend of mine recently um going through this whole process was like me jumping out of a plane
0: uh-huh you and then he was just like that way
1: and yeah that's how I felt I would never jump out of a plane that's how I felt this whole weekend that's wild that's like legit like every time I've been having difficult conversations with with everybody this weekend um I my body has that same feeling of me jumping out of a plane and you did the jumping out of a plane for fun (laughs) it was for fun but to test um also myself like in situations like this like how brave am I to just take that leap of faith um and the worst co- the worst case scenario in that case is just me dying right That's yeah that's not horrible at all dying or breaking bones or you know <laughs> not being able to walk ever again like those oh, are okay. those are the worst case scenarios. what was the
0: worst case scenario for this networking event
1: somebody telling you like fuck no get like get get from my face
0: okay i don't think they use those words and there are people like that everywhere and exactly. we just have to be you know smart enough to be like okay that's one person that person mm-hmm. wasn't for me that person's not gonna you know I don't have to deal with that person
1: and then you just keep but, moving but you have to be faced with that situation to realize oh well, that was it okay. I can say the same I'm thing sorry. about
0: dating and rejection so you're right just you're right it's hard. it's hard and yeah it's like
1: the rejection I think for me this weekend I got rejected and um, in like a personal manner I got rejected and I sat there and I'm like, okay, I'm, it's okay for me to feel sad. Like, I think a lot of times it's like when we're doing things like this, like networking and you get a form of rejection, it's, um, it's okay to feel sad or like displace. Just don't sit in those feelings. Like I was like, Oh, okay. I'm a sad. Time. All right, cool. But you know, the person was honest with me. You got exactly what you asked for, like their honesty. And you move forward from there. You're like, okay, well, now I know where this person is. I don't have to like create this narrative in my head anymore. And I move forward. And mm-hmm. you just keep it moving. Like I said, there's no time. Like somebody posted there's like over 1.3 billion people on this earth. There's always somebody. Yeah. There. There's always somebody else. So, um, but again, these are lessons that I'm trying to still imply in my life. And I still have my days. I just I can't <laughs> <laughs> why do you stop <laughs> why do you stop? <laughs> yo oh man it's been this lot. is gonna be a tearful episode right now it's been a lot like
0: yeah she's like we're still God. kind of settling in it's like you have to digest all that information for you to really be um, I think effective at some of these events is like really thinking about what it is you learned did you accomplish your goals mm-hmm. digest the information and see how you're gonna move forward from that so that takes time. Um and yeah, and I think I think this was like the perfect thing to happen when it did because we're both kind of maneuvering through our our careers in a sense, and um it's good to kind of be exposed to those those spaces and those rooms. So once again, thank you, BPN Summit. Um Thank you and the company. It's BPN, but it's the BPN, I'm sorry, Black Professional Summit. Uh in good company and um yeah we're excited to kind of move forward and see what opportunities you know actually pan through I so, know
1: like sticking to this goal moving forward and you know if be that's it If that's it y'all